This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Now on Talk Radio be here on a Saturday night, everyone, and welcome into Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor as we uh, come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT along with J-Doc in the studio. I'm Joe Krause, and uh, settle in, J-Doc, for what should be uh, an energized hour of uh, Saturday Night Philadelphia Radio as we tackle the topic of Union Yes and Union No, always a spirited uh, conversation. We'll bring in our special guest who uh, will be with us for the full hour tonight, and then we'll open up the phones at 855-839-1210. 855-839-1210 or pound 1210 uh, from the cell if you are so moved to weigh in uh, on the conversation. Before we bring uh, our guest into the conversation, uh, a good Saturday night to you, J-Doc. Great to be here, Krause. What of you uh, overlooking the bridge and uh, certainly a beautiful, beautiful night. And uh, this is always a great show. Union, yes. Union, no. People always have strong opinions on unions. We want to know what your opinion is out there, and we want to know why you feel that way. And and our guest, I always love bringing him on because he's the best. All right, we'll get to and let's introduce our, uh, we've referenced him three times now, so uh, I think that gives him the right to say we've given him a big enough stage to uh, bring him into the conversation. Uh, Lou Ager uh, joins us, and we welcome him in uh, back for an encore visit with Saturday Night Live uh, with Philly Labor. Lou, a good Saturday night to you, sir. How are you? And to you, and to you. I'm glad to have you here, and I appreciate you having me on. Well, we we always love having you on, Lou, because, um, you know, your opinions are always uh, not only incredibly viable, but strong and in-depth. And so this 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 is a show where we want to talk to the Delaware Valley. We want to open up the microphone. If you're listening out there, tell Lou Ager what your opinion is on unions and why become a part of the dialogue because uh, you know one one of the things that I'd say and I do before we get into that discussion if you will you have some an- announcements uh, that you want to talk about uh, you know with the, the metal trades correct yes yes I want I want to tell everybody put everybody on alert that the Philadelphia shipyard Philly shipyard used to be known as Acker but was been around since before the Civil War and is continuously building ships is in dire straits and we need to get some work in and we're going to ask not today because we're working on some things but in the future i'd like to be able to come back and if we need people to call our our elected representatives um uh to help us get this work there's a coast there's a uh, 
a, a merchant marine training ship that we're trying to get here. If we get that, and then some other work will follow from that, and we'll be able to divide, you know, the 1,200 life, you know, family-sustaining jobs will be back. And first of all, I want to give a big thank you to Senators Carper and Coons from Delaware, Senators Casey and Toomey from Pennsylvania, and our Congress people, uh, Madeline Dean, Mary Kay Scanlon. I don't want to miss anybody. Brendan Boyle, Dwight Evans, Madeline Dean. There's one. Who am I missing? We've got an hour. Mike Fitzpatrick. There you go. Yep, I think I got them all then. And and, and all of them, we met with all of them in Washington last week. We met with uh, Schumer and Pelosi about this issue, and it's very important. So in in the next couple weeks, we may be calling on people to call their elected representatives. And if I may have one point in personal privilege, my friend Danny McCaffrey, strong friend of labor, is running for superior court. And I urge all union members to cast a nice vote for Danny McCaffrey. He's a friend of labor, grew up in a union household, Germantown, uh, then Northeast Philadelphia boy, and helped make us proud. Lou Ager is going to be our special guest for the next hour. Lou is the president of the Philadelphia Metal Trades Council. He's also the organizer and counsel for Operating Engineers Local 542. Lou, I want to get you to uh, expand on your opening plea, your opening statement, uh, because um, I was caught off guard by the statement. And I don't know if there is, and I don't know if that means that there's this perception that uh, all is good at the shipyard. It is brisk. It is busy there. There's work being done uh, down there. And it sounds to me that is not the case. Not the case with the shipbuilding part of it. The the hospitals and the office buildings and all the other things are doing very well. And thank God for putting all those building trades guys to work and hospital workers to work. But where we build the ships is in dire straits. They're under 40 people, up from, down from 1,200 a year ago. Um, we hope that if we get these orders and we get some work to tide us over, we'll have work till 2024, 2025. But until that happens, and, and some of this is in the hands of um, our elected officials, that we need, we, you know, it, it's possible that things could be worse. So we're hoping to get everybody back to work over the next couple of years, and uh, I appreciate you giving me the platform to, to make this plea. Um, it's not good. It's not good. And it'd be a shame, because we built ships for the Civil War here. Um, you know, and hopefully we'll build ships, you know, for the next 50 to 100 I mean, it's years. a staggering number, Lou, to, you know, to say or to make that statement that you're down to 40 workers showing up going to work every day based on based on, on the high point of how many workers were there. Well, we're hoping to get them back. We're hoping to get them back. And, uh, and I appreciate it again. I appreciate you giving me a platform. All right. Well, listen, uh, that's that's what the show is for. And obviously, it's an important initiative. Um, and one of the things, you know, the purpose for tonight's show is to talk about the benefits of union and benefits of union labor, but also to listen to individuals out there who have uh, strong opinions the other way. Maybe they can educate us, but I'm sure we can educate them. Um, one of the things, Lou, as we, as we <clears throat> open the show, is, you know, talk about the things that, that unions do for not just union workers, but for the middle class, for the lower class, for working people in general. Why don't you start off and 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 and, and kind of, 
you know, give a little bit of a um, you know overview of how important unions are, not to sh- to our workers that 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 work out of unions, but to all workers. Well, if a rising tide lifts all boats, then a rising tide of wages and working conditions also lifts all boats. And because of unions, we have Social Security, we have paid vacations, we have paid holidays, we have the five-day work week. We no longer have children working in mines and cotton mills. We no longer have children working at all. You know, we have um, OSHA, so it protects workers on the job. We have... Uh, the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation, if, you're, if your company goes broke, which happened with Enron and, and the steel companies, you at least there's some protection, even though that those, those pensions were gutted. Um, we have all of the workplace protections. We have great public schools. We have workplace protections. All the workplace protections you enjoy, the non-union and the union workers. The non-union workers who work on prevailing job, wage jobs, they get the benefit of the unions. The non-union workers who get a day off, paid vacation, they get the benefit of the of, of the of the hard work that uh, working men and women uh, who are union members do. And because of that, we have we have a middle class. But we got to stick together because this middle class is disappearing. I just heard a guy on the radio say, you know, there's there's three classes in America: the upper class calls their senator, the middle class emails their congressman, and the lower class yells at the TV when they're mad. We got to stop that. We got to bring everybody up, and we got to make a good, family-sustaining jobs, so so the middle class can thrive again. And you can send your kids to college. You can get two weeks at the shore. You can buy a new car every five years. You can uh, not be in debt, and not worry about where the next things is going to happen. So, um, you know, we live in a paycheck-to-paycheck society, and it's just not good. And it's just not healthy for America and for our democracy. is the telephone number if you'd like to jump in uh, and be part of the conversation. We're uh, open. We are wide open to entertain your calls tonight. Union yes or union no. Uh, Lou Ager is going to be with us for the full hour. 855-839-1210 is the number to call. That's how you get to J-Doc here in the studio uh, as we tackle the question of union yes, union no. Lou, we're going to get to a break, but we've got about 90 seconds before uh, we do, and I'd love for you to um, weigh in to this thought. We've been doing uh, this radio program, uh, this labor radio program, for going on, I think, seven, we're into seven and a half years now of doing this program, and and of all the radio shows, Lou, that we've done, nobody has ever been (laughs) able to tell me uh, why they are against unions, Uh, yet, yet so many people are and i just don't understand it well i will tell you that who's against unions you will see the inquire against unions owned by wealthy people you will see the Koch brothers against unions. You will see the people that want to keep all the money, the Bezoses and the Koch brothers, and all the people who want to keep all the money and all the benefits and all the power for themselves. They're going to be against unions because unions. Yeah, but are the, the public is what I'm talking about. Uh, Lou. What, what? What, why what? is the public? Why is the public uh, against unions? Well, I don't think the public is against unions, and that's what the that's not what the polling shows. I think you get the big media corporations and big and the people with a vested interest want people to think that they are against unions. You know, we had the Janus decision last year, which made public employees not have to pay dues. In our union, our membership went up 
for the public employees. These people who are public employees that were paying their fair share of 85%, they didn't want to not be union members. They just didn't want to pay as much. So now our membership went up in our local. People want to be union. Um, if you, There was a recent poll I saw about a year ago that 76% of millennials have a favorable attitude towards unions. 76%, the highest of any age group. So we must be doing something now. We have an array of enemies against us. The, the United States was the only industrialized democracy where it was uh, that, that fought unions the hardest. Not Germany, not France, not Great Britain, but in America. And you can ask the people. My grandmother will tell you stories. When she came to this country, she was on strike in the garment trade and the... And the um, they would take the rolls of the cloth, throw them in the street so the police uh, horses couldn't chase them down the street. And, and, and you tell the old steel workers where they throw the ball bearings in the street so the, so the, um, the police on their horses couldn't break, up, break their strikes. And you hear stories in the mines where people were murdered or the steel mills where people were murdered in Republic Steel or in Matewan or in, uh, in Bloody Hazard County. Um, you know, we didn't get this because someone gave this to us. This wasn't given to us by politicians. This was earned with the blood and the sweat, especially the blood of the people that came before us. Union yes or union no is the topic of conversation tonight on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We're going to get to our first commercial break uh, in the big show. If you wouldn't join in, 855-839-1210 or pound 1210. Uh, we'll get you in and we'll continue the dialogue with Lou Egger, J. Doc, and Krause here on a Saturday night. Back in a moment. This whole nonsense about not giving workers the right to organize with so-called right to work, that's bad. Something like that comes to my desk, I'll be to it, not just because I'm a Democrat, not just because I'm pro-labor, but because I know for a fact that's not very smart. And back here live on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, along with J. Doc M. Joe Krause here in the studio down at 4th and Market. Lou Ager joining us, kind enough to join us for the full hour tonight as we tackle the topic of unions, yes, uh, and unions, no, before we uh, jump into perhaps some misconceptions uh, about unions, just some uh, news uh, coming uh, out of Joe Biden's camp announcing his uh, candidacy, uh, his um, uh, decision to run uh, for president in 2020. And on Monday, he'll be at uh, Teamsters Local 249 in Pittsburgh uh, to uh, formally uh, address the union community uh, right out in Pittsburgh, right where he belongs. Lou? Well, Joe Biden has been a friend of labor his entire life. He's helped us. In, uh, in fact, when I met him in a political event, I had my operating engineer's button on. He says, you've been, uh, you've been with me since the beginning, and I'm glad to be with him again. Um, look, um, I was a delegate for Bernie at the last election. I think Bernie is great. I love Elizabeth Warren. I think that, 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 that I, the fact that the Democratic Party is, is, is now embraced labor and working people and not just certain parts of labor, but all of the labor movement. I think it's great for the party. I think it's great for America. And no matter who it is, whether it's Warren or Sanders or Biden, I know that they will have we, that, that, that the House of Labor, labor will have a friend in the White House. Lou, did, did, did Bernie Sanders, does he embrace the union community? 
I'm we, the labor bet with Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders said he would veto right to work. He would appeal the Taft-Hartley right to work um, um, bill. He would put it on his table. He would send it to Congress that that would be repealed. Bernie has always had a very, very good labor um, AFL-CIO voting record. 855-839-1210 is the number if you want to weigh in, or pound 1210, 855-839-1210. I want to to begin the conversation about misconceptions, and I don't really, uh, J-Doc, I know you want to weigh in on this, um, so I'll come to you. Um, Misconceptions about unions, and and I don't know where it would rank. Well, here's here's one. Let me just finish. Let me finish and then you can go. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what the list would look like. I don't know if you had to write down, if you wrote down five misconceptions about unions, where this would be. But I always feel as though there's there's a statement out there that unions are corrupt. They're not real. Well, let's, let's look at something that is um, not pretty but uh, and, and somewhat controversial, but serves a purpose and is completely misunderstood. And that is... The union rat, the union rat. It's not pretty. You walk by it. Some people get annoyed by it. Let me tell you something. And some people think it's just a bunch of union guys that uh, are trying to take over a job so they can get their members work. Let me tell you something. The first thing that 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 rat is, is uh, a part of a demonstration and let you know that there are individuals who may be working on that job who are getting taken advantage of. I can't tell you how many times uh, there's been a demonstration and the individuals are working at night. They're working at night for, you know, pennies, peanuts, and being taken advantage of. And individuals, and that, and the demonstrations about that, a lot of the union workers that are part of the demonstration are handing out flyers, giving information, and yet people are driving by, giving us the finger. It's a total misnomer. Uh, I'm going to ask Lou to weigh in on that. Public's not going to see the rat and think to themselves, oh, wait a minute, somebody's working inside that's being uh, taken advantage of. Are they, Lou? Is the public going to see that? Look, the public... Well, the public's going to see the rat. Are they going to think that or no? Well, hopefully some of the public, but the fact is that the labor movement wasn't built being polite. No, no movement for anyone's rights was built on being polite. Whether it was sitting in 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 in, uh, in, uh, in Woolworths in Greensboro, North Carolina, or sitting down in Flint, or fighting for your rights, or or children's strikes in Lowell, Massachusetts, or as eleven ninety nine went on fifty six straight strikes to organize the hospitals on the East Coast. Nobody, we didn't get the way where we were being polite, but we are right, and that's better than being polite. And when you see that rat, I know that the people out there are fighting for the rights of everybody. And, and, and let me tell you about the people that are being exploited. Many of them are undocumented immigrants. And the fact is, the reason they're being exploited is not because they're immigrants, because they're undocumented. But I do know this, that every time labor was on its heels, the thing that brought them back was immigrants, whether they were Chinese and Irish working on the railroads, whether they were Jewish and Italian working in the garment trades, whether they were Polish and Eastern European and African Americans moving up to the South in the basic industries, steel, rubber, and, and, and auto. And every time we had these movements, the thing that brought us back was immigrants. And I will tell you this, these people did not come to America 
to work for less than the minimum wage. They came here for the American dream, and there's nothing that builds the American dream more than the labor movement. Unions, yes, or unions, no, is the conversation tonight, 855-839-1210. Phones are starting to light up. We'll uh, start to go uh, rapid fire and work through our conversation uh, tonight with our callers. You're welcome to call in, 855-839-1210. Sam, from my neighborhood, up in Jenkintown, uh, joining us here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Sam? How you doing, my man? Listen, I've been, I've been, I was a bricklayer in the union for 40 years. And um, the only thing bad about that is they're all, they're all Democrats. I go up to the union hall. I can't even go to retirement parties anymore. I go up to the union hall. They break my stones because I, you know, I'm a Trump man, I'm a Republican guy. That's the only bad thing about them. They bring up that right to work law. They've been doing that since 1967. That's when I started with John B. Kelly. They've been bringing it up. They, they scared the members by always using that right to work law, you know. Let them pass. Who cares? It's better to work. If you're going to work, you got to work union because it pays good. You got a good pension. Benefits are dynamite. When we retire, you lose all that. You know what I mean? You get the pension, but you know you get annuity. It's a nice deal. And then, like I'm 70 years old. I worked down South Philly last year for some some ex um, former for Kelly. He told me that for what I pay you in one day, I can hire five guys to do the same thing you're doing. Five. He was paying me two fifty a day, and he said he could hire five of them guys, and forty pays me. Uh, they work too cheap. Who? Nope. The Mexicans. The Wager. Well, Mexicans, yeah. Yeah, He said, "What I he says, what I what I pay you, I can hire five of them guys, and they're good. And they're good. They're good mechanics." I'm not putting them down. They're, they're, they're good workers. Sam, I, you, you tell me somebody said that he could pay for what they pay one uh, person a living wage, that they can pay five Mexicans who with, probably with no benefits. I mean, nothing. is they that a Democrat nothing. or, a, or a, in other words, what kind of, that's not a Democrat or a Republican issue. That's a scumbag issue. Anybody who's, <laughs> who, who, who has that type of mentality um, is uh, somebody who doesn't care about people. He don't hire him. He don't hire. He didn't hire him. He hired me. Paid me. Paid me the money. But I'm just saying. He said, "You see them guys? They work too cheap, Sam. They do all. They got all fronts in South Philly. And all that stuff. They do all that now, and they're good at it. They're good at it. But they work too cheap. It's a drag. You can't well, have that. The union should organize them guys. What, what, if I may, Joe, one of the reasons that 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 they work cheap is because they they're they're may not be in this country legally. So we have to get these people legally in this country. But yeah. but but what Sam just says is one of the problems in America right now is a person making eight hundred dollars an hour tells the person making twenty five dollars an hour that the person making seven hundred seven dollars and twenty five cents is the problem with this country. The guy making the thousand dollars an hour and trying to beat you down beat your wages down, Sam, and beat my our wages down. Yeah, he's guys. the problem. They're all all landscapers, all contractors, they're all white guys. They want they, they, they want to keep all the money to themselves. Come on, man! You got to spread it around a little bit. Right? Everybody's greedy today. It's a shame. It's a terrible thing. Uh, it's what Sam, made America great, uh, Sam. Uh, Sam, thank you so much for uh, calling in. We'll go to uh, Joe down in South Jersey. Uh, interesting question. Uh, we'll bring him into Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. I'm going to have Joe answer it. Uh, Lou, I'm going to have uh, I'm going to have Joe ask the question. Lou, I'm going to have you jump in with an answer. We got about two and a half before uh, we get to the break. First, we bring Joe from South Jersey into the dialogue tonight. Uh, Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 12. 
again, WPHT, unions yes or unions no? And to Joe in South Jersey we go. Joe, a good Saturday night, sir. Okay, thank you. Same to you. Thanks for taking the call. My head is, like, exploding over here. <laughs> now, let me give you just a little background, if I may. Okay, go ahead. we got two and yeah. a half. We have two and a half to the break, so go ahead. Okay, good. West Philly, born and raised, lower middle class. Father was union 40 years. He got whacked. The union did nothing for him. Okay? And then I was even union for a while when I had part-time jobs in, uh, in college, USA, United Steelworkers, right? And the Democrats... Use the unions, okay, for votes. And that's it. Look at the policies that the Democrats have pushed since the mid-60s. Now, I'm not arguing about the benefits of the union and how things were 100 years ago, okay? But for, first off, your guest over here talks about it's bad for our democracy. First off, we're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic, a representative constitutional republic, oh. number one. And until all the politicians and union people figure out that it's been the Democrat Party over here that's just some promising votes and delivering what? They're delivering NAFTA. First, all the jobs went from here down south. Then they went across the border to Mexico, screwing and decimating the middle class. And that's the issue. But to keep on doing the same thing over again and getting in bed with Bernie and getting in bed with Joe Biden is going to have the same results. And that's my piece. All right, good stuff from Joe from South Jersey. Lou, I'm going to let you weigh in. We're up against the break, so well, I'll let you I'm start. Well, i union yes and union no. I'm not going to discuss, you know, the, 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 what, what the politics are. But I will tell you this. Or do we do a lot better under Obama? And and I, I'm not a Bill Clinton fan because I did not like NAFTA. But we did a lot more Obama and Roosevelt and Johnson and Kennedy than we did under Trump or Nixon or Bush or either Bush. So whatever, you know, if you think that the Republican Party is looking out for working people, well, you know, you got to do what I have to do, and that's take a drug test. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We'll go back to the phones after the break, 855-839-1210. Joe and Philly, stay right there. We'll bring you into the dialogue, 855-839-1210. It's Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Back here live on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT along with uh, Lou Ager and J. Doc. I'm Joe Krause on a Saturday night. We'll get back to the phones uh, to Joe in Philly uh, weighing in. Numbers are open, 855-839-1210, 855-839-1210 or pound 1210. Simple topic tonight. Unions, yes, or unions, no. I'm okay, or we're okay with wherever you fall. Uh, call in, give us your thoughts. Joe and Philly, we would come to you. Welcome in to Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. So, good, good evening, guys. Love the show. Thank you. Uh, I am union, yes, all the way. Um, although I've never been a union worker in my life. Okay. I do. I do recognize the benefits. And the, uh, the benefits of what, uni- what union workers have done for guys like me. Uh, here's, here's my story. Uh, I worked for a company in Philadelphia. I don't want to name it, but uh, I worked here for 35 years. And right down the street from us was another company that they were union. 
Our company was not union. Although the unions fought to get into our company, they couldn't get into our company for some reason. So, long story short, we benefited from that company down the street being union because they were getting paid 18 bucks an hour. We got paid. Now, this is back in 1985. Let me just say that. We got paid 18 bucks an hour. Whatever benefits they had, we got. That was our company's way of trying to keep the union out of our company, even though we kept trying to vote them in, that we wanted them. We wanted the union. They wouldn't let them in because, and that was their way of trying to show us, look, you don't need the union. We're going to give you everything that they have. So subsequently, we never had to go union. But like I said, we benefit from it. Sick pay, long weekends, overtime pay, paid vacations, minimum wage, uh, health benefits, child labor, child labor laws, just to face it, that if it wasn't for unions, we wouldn't have child labor laws. Retirement benefits, the eight-hour work day, the list goes on. On and on. What did your, and Joe, what did your, there, what did your co-workers think? What, what, what was their opinion? Of, of, what, uh, well, of the unions, wanted, we, you know, like your perspective, I think, is right on point. And I think it's you know, a progressive um, perspective. Did your workers, did your coworkers have the, you know, feel the same way? Did they have the same sentiments? Well, th- this is the thing. You know, I, I, I still see some, most of them today. I see a lot of these guys today, and I'm 55 years old now. But I, you know, I still see a lot of them today. And, you know, this comes up in discussion a lot. They still, some of them still don't see the light. Even after we have a discussion like this where we actually talk about these things, and I explained to them, do you understand that everything that we got through our life for that company was the benefit of that company up the street? If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have what we have today, and they just don't see it. So, but that's leverage that you got because of, of right. that company up the street and setting the standard. Exactly. Let me ask Lou exactly. Ager. Let, let me ask Lou Ager to weigh, uh, weigh in. Joe, thanks so much for listening. Thanks, thanks for uh, thanks for calling in, Lou. Uh, interesting uh, thought there. Uh, here's a guy working for a company for 35 years in a non-union shop, uh, benefiting from a union shop 50 or 100 yards away from his job. Well, just think how much they both could benefit if they both were union. Then they could raise each other's wages. Instead of instead of Joe's shop keeping the wages of the other shop down, they both could raise their wages. But let me let me just explain say one thing that that and look, everybody needs wages and benefits. They're one of the most important things about working, if not the most important. But there's other things. There's all other things that a union brings, all of the industrial democracy, all of the having a say on your job all of the way you are treated with respect, all the way you can sit across the table from your boss and sit on an equal level with your shop steward or your business agent. These are, are, are important things that, that, that people just don't have in a non-union shop. I mean, there's a, there was an old story when they were organizing the, uh, the, um, the, uh, the Teamsters were organizing the uh, workers at uh, the housekeepers at Penn. There's an old Polish guy here, and I used to, and he used to tell the story. He said, 
They used to call me Polak this and Polak that, you dumb Polak. And you know when he got the union in? Now they call me brother. That's <laughs> 855-839-1210 if you want to get in. Uh, Dave in Roxborough uh, joining Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, Dave, a good Saturday night, sir. Welcome in to Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. Oh, thank you. Uh, appreciate you taking the call. Um, yeah, I was listening. I, I think uh, for the workers, yes. For the bosses, no. I think that guys like Lou, um, he's just like delusional. He's thinking that the the workforce is doing bad under Trump. I mean, he's just not paying attention. Union workforce is killing it. Everybody's getting more money. They're getting there's more jobs. He closed the borders so you can't have competing cheap labor. I mean, can't you understand that? And this guy's talking, saying that Trump's been bad for unions. That's just that's just wrong. That's inaccurate. That's that's more of the union bosses' propaganda, trying to tell the workers that hey, you know, Trump's somehow bad for them. But Trump's Dave, been fantastic Dave, for workers. Dave, let me jump in there for a second. When you vote for president, you're voting for the Supreme Court also, and Trump is is the individual nominating Supreme Court justices who are. Uh, voting against the interests of unions on a, a, a constant basis, the Janus decision itself. And so my point is, uh, yeah, tr- Trump is, yeah, and you listen to what, what who, who's the uh, who's the senator that is that is going to do national right to work legislation? Rand Paul. Rand Paul, and Trump was is willing to uh, willing to go for that. Now, now here's the thing. When you when you have individuals in there nominating members of the Supreme Court who are going against our interests, it's only a matter of time before they you know before things start caving in. And one of the things that uh, union members did in the last election was cross party lines. Are you union, Dave? Was no more. Used to be. I mean, Dave, you got to know that when you know collective bargaining is is is. Obviously, you know it's 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 what unions are all about, and if somebody's pushing right to work, and it's and 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 that means, by the way, just so people understand, right to work doesn't mean right to work. It means right to work without contributing or paying union dues. And you, they talk about paycheck protection; it's really paycheck deception. And before you know it, it's a race to the bottom because now the majority. Of the, of, the, of the workforce doesn't have to join a union and doesn't have to pay union dues. Next thing you know, you have a, a minority of the workers that are now a majority who are not in the union. And check out how that's going to work when you're negotiating with your employer. Lou, let me bring you in. Well, look, one of the things that try, you know, and things, people don't notice so many things, but he's gutted OSHA. Now there are standards for certain chemicals, I think beryllium, whatever the chemicals are, that used to protect workers from all these diseases, and now those standards are gone. He's not going to fund OSHA. He, well, the Labor Board is no longer a, a place where, where working people can go for protection. Um, and, and you know what? I mean, everybody talks about unemployment being low. Wait, I don't really see people's wages going up. I don't see it at all. I mean, our wages go up the same as everybody else's, but they're not going up 3 and 4%. They're going up 3% if we're lucky, you know? So, I mean, and, and if he thinks that people at this border have been stopped, he's not watching television or he's not driving through certain neighborhoods because you can see there are lots of people coming across this border. And you know what? There's lots of people, places where we need more uh, 
population. I mean, some of these towns in the Midwest are ghost towns, and they could use population. But, uh, I mean, I see Trump as he's, he wants to get rid of prevailing wage. He, support, he named a head of the Anti-Union Contractors Association to the Department of Labor. And, and, and I, you know, look, I, I don't really care about the politics of this. I care about the... the um, the power of labor. And if labor can do anything, if Trump is going to help labor, that's fine. If he's not, then he's our enemy. If he does, he's our friend. But so far, he's not our friend. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. Uh, Dave from Roxborough, thanks so much for uh, for weighing in uh, with your opinion here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. One more commercial break, uh, and then we'll come back uh, and wrap this up on a Saturday night and take you up to the top of the hour. Back in a moment. Back here live on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Four minutes until uh, we get out of here. Back to the phones we go. Uh, Nisi uh, is joining us from uh, Mount Airy. Worked for a union for nine years, it says up on my uh, screen board. Nisi, welcome into Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. How are you? We have her? We lost her? Okay, we may have lost her. Okay, no, uh, no problem. Uh, uh, Lou, that means you get all four minutes, brother. <laughs> you there, Lou? Um, listen, we have a lot of things to talk uh, on our plate. First of all, I want to say, go Sixers. Ah, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Lou, you're stealing my clothes. I, <laughs> I got Eagles draft weekend. I got Sixers basketball. I got all that stuff. Uh-huh. Buck, ahead. Buck ahead, man. Good job tonight. You know, um, first of all, we have an election coming. Vote for the guys and women that are going to help you for the working class in America. There are people on both sides. There's two great Republicans running that are pro-labor, uh, a guy from the Steam Fitters, a guy named Dan Tinney, who is a longtime member of the Steam Fitters, pro-union guy, of course. Um, there are people on the Democratic side, Isaiah Thomas, 1199 guy, Helen Gim, pro-teacher person. Um, Derek Green, as, as, as it was great for us when we built, we had the uh, we tried to pass. We did pass the funding where we can get money to drive people from jo- the city to jobs in the suburbs. These are all pro pro labor people, and that's what you should look at—not at the party, but at the at the Bobby person. Heenan. Who's Bobby? Who? I'm sorry. I'm just. I was thinking that large. Bobby Heenan is not oh, my yeah. neighborhood, oh, but yeah. Bobby Heenan, of course, Mark Squilla, Kenyatta Johnson, great Kenyatta is is a guy that will always help us. Um, but I want to sign off. I want to say uh, give a quote from Clarence Dower, a great lawyer. Of the uh, of the last uh, last century, who uh, stated, with all their faults, trade unions have done more for humanity than any other organization of men that ever existed. They have done more for decency, for honesty, for education, for the betterment betterment of the race, for the developing of character in men than any association of men. And Clarence Dyer was a pretty smart guy, and he knew this. And I just asked people. You know, when they say things like union bosses, it just just crawls me because it does. I was elected as head of the Metal Trades Council. I wasn't appointed. I'm not a media boss. You want to know who's a boss? The Koch brothers are bosses. Rupert Burdock was a boss. The people that own the Inquirer, they're media bosses. They didn't earn their way. They didn't get voted on their job. Me, John Doherty, Bob Heenan, my boss. All the people that were elected, Pat we were elected. We are not bosses. We are leaders. You're representatives. Yep. 
We Lou, got elected. We got enough people to vote for us. Lou Ager elected as president of the Philadelphia Metal Trades Council, organizer and council for operating engineers, local uh, local uh, 542. And Lou, uh, thanks so much, man, for spending thanks a Saturday night. I appreciate it, man. Good stuff. Go watch the Sixers game. Uh, they're underway. Game one of that uh, series underway. Jay Doc, I'll give Thank you, you Lou. Uh, I'll give you a uh, last word. You got about uh, 25 seconds. Yeah, man. Child labor laws, occupational safety and health, fair wages, the eight-hour workday, health care, all those things we can thank a union for. And we thank and, all... And, 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 and that's what I want people to understand. And and I want to thank Lou Ager for, for, for joining in, uh, because this is what union yes and union no is all about. And a thanks to all of our callers, whether you were pro-union or against union. We thank you for tuning in on a Saturday night, uh, and thank you so much for calling in to Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. That's going to do it for this Saturday night. On behalf of J-Doc, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.